0: Israel and the Great Media Deception The scripture is very clear, that when the Lord Jesus Christ returns to the earth, all nations will be deceived. There will be a worldwide deception. The Hebrew prophet Jeremiah says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction, the Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth, and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. Jeremiah 16, verse 19. In relation to the judgments on Babylon the Great that are poured out after the return of the Lord Jesus, Revelation 18, verse 23 says, And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. All nations are deceived and come to recognize that they have inherited lies. In Revelation 16, in the time of the sixth vial, When speaking specifically of the final days before the return of the Lord Jesus, the prophecy focuses on unclean teachings, spirits, going out into the world. These teachings, or philosophies, gather the nations to war against the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation 16, verses 13-16 through read, and I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth, and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth, and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. The dragon, beast, and false prophet are symbols which depict the latter-day secular and religious powers which are descended from the Eastern and Western Roman empires, in other words, the European Union, Russia, the Vatican, the Roman Church, and the Greek Orthodox Church. Out of the mouths of these powers have come teachings which have gone out into the world to deceive the people. The result of this great deception will bring the nations of the world to war against the Lord Jesus Christ. They come against a Hebrew place. Combining these words with those of the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 38, we can determine that this Hebrew place is in the midst of the land of Israel an area called the mountains of Israel. The nations come against the people that have been regathered to these mountains. The nations, in their deception, come against God's regathered Jewish people. We can see then that the lies that uphold this deception are anti-Semitic. They cause the nations to come against God's regathered people. These verses, then, in Revelation 16, have a momentous warning for us, a warning to be on our utmost guard, that we do not become deceived, as we are immersed in a world of deception, in an age of lies. This deception is depicted as intoxicating wine in Revelation 18. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies proverbs 5 verse 3 says for the lips of a strange woman drop as an honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil the deception of this system is smoother than oil it comes with financial benefits and status in society it is a smooth deception If all the nations are to be deceived, it is clear that our mainstream media will also be deceived and is going to be a source of deception. In Revelation 16, we are being warned by the Lord Jesus not to believe the media, the mouthpiece of the world governments, not to believe what we hear, not to be deceived. Today, the mass media is the tool of governments to convince the masses of their policies. Journalism today is no longer reporting the facts of an event that transpired, but subtly shaping the narrative to suit a particular ideology. Just over a week ago, journalist Matt Tavy on Newsmax TV's The Record said, There are a couple of things about that story that are remarkable. Number one, scan the pages of mainstream news coverage today, and you will not see anybody covering that story. That's the story about Michael Morrell admitting his role in that, the former acting CIA director. That's a massive story of national consequence, and it's just simply not in the news, much like the Twitter files' reports were completely ignored. So what kind of country are we living in now? It's, I went to school, I'm old enough, old enough to have gone to college in the Soviet Union and nobody read the newspapers because it was all lies and there was no real news in them well we're starting to come to that same situation in America while some people recognize this unfortunately most do not even less so when it comes to Israel the media has been biased against Israel for years And this is exactly what we would expect from the Book of Revelation and the Prophets. For many years, Israel has suffered terrorist missile attacks originating from Gaza. These missiles are not highly accurate, but they are deadly when fired at civilian areas. As a tool for terrorism when fired in the general direction of Israeli towns, these missiles have killed, maimed, and terrorized Israeli men, women, and children. An Israeli town near the Gaza Strip, called Steirot, has suffered the most from these attacks. The people in these areas have at times felt abandoned by the Israeli government, as the threat and terrorism has not been eliminated. The Israeli government may be committed to defending its citizens, but is criticized and condemned so much by the media and other governments that often civilians feel they are being sacrificed to appease the critics rather than eliminate the terrorists israel has concentrated on taking out the missiles once they are airborne or mitigating the damage the missiles inflict israel has developed an amazing missile defense system to deal with these missiles while in israel i traveled to steivot to see for myself how this town lives under the threat of terrorist missiles what i saw is never never reported on the media in many ways, this Israeli town looked the same as many others, with sil- similar homes and shopping areas. It was in the early evening as I drove around, I saw playgrounds which looked as if there were protective roofs over them. In a soccer field, children were engaged in a game of soccer just as they would be in any town. However, in behind the soccer field, I saw school with a mass of steel and concrete shelter built over top unlike any school I've seen, to protect it from missile attacks. As I approached the schoolyard, I noticed an entrance to a bomb shelter in the playground. Another school stood nearby, which also had a section of the school protected in this way. Imagine going to school in that way, rushing to a bomb shelter in the night or during school recess, growing up under that threat with that trauma. It is amazing that these incredible buildings, unlike anything else in the world, are never seen on the news. The media is simply not interested in us seeing this. This last Thursday, there was a huge demonstration in Israel in support of the judicial overhaul that the government is proposing. Israel has a problem because the Supreme Court is left-wing and driven by left-wing secular ideology and has become politicized. As Israel does not have a constitution, the court does not have to operate within the constitution as a basis. Therefore, the court's rulings are based on secular humanist ideology. Needless to say, those supporting judicial overhaul are more religious, traditional, with conservative values. Those against judicial overhaul are more on the secular, left-wing, humanist side of the spectrum. Also, needless to say, Joe Biden is against Israeli judicial overhaul, as is the European Union, etc. Make no mistake, this is a struggle for the heart and future of Israel. CNN on this protest reported... Tens of thousands of right-wing protesters have rallied in front of Israel's parliament, the Knesset, in favor of the government's widely criticized plans for an overhaul of the judicial system. After 16 weeks of nationwide protests against the controversial overhaul, this was the first mass turnout of public support in favor of the reforms. According to CNN... This was a relatively small rally, the first of its kind, following many weeks of nationwide protests. The BBC reported, Tens of thousands of Israelis have rallied in Jerusalem in support of controversial plans by the far-right government to reform the judiciary. The BBC tells us it was a relatively small rally in support of a far-right government. Searching the Canadian CBC news website, I could not find that it was reported at all, while previous protests against judicial overhaul were reported. On the other hand, mainstream Israel, Israeli news site Israel Hayom ran the headline Estimated 600,000 rally in Jerusalem in support of judicial reform. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu tweeted I thank the hundreds of thousands of Israelis who came to Jerusalem tonight to support our government. Your passion and patriotism moves me deeply. Meanwhile, in the UK, the left-wing Guardian ran the headline, Gun-toting, prayer-reciting protesters throng Jerusalem to back judicial overhaul. While prayer reciting is a good thing from my perspective, to most, this would be a very disparaging headline. In fact, depending on how it is read, it could be seen as anti-Semitic. The Guardian put the number at 150,000. The question is, is what are the facts? Did tens of thousands attend the rally? Hundreds of thousands? Or 600,000? What kind of people were they? Is Israel's government far right? Were the previous protests nationwide? I was in Israel during these nationwide protests traveling around the country and saw hardly any protesters at all. We live in an age of deception. Jesus warned us it would be this way, that the whole world would be deceived into attempting to destroy the nation of Israel. We must not allow ourselves to be deceived. Come back next week, God willing, for Bible in the News at www.bibleinthenews.com. This has been David Billington with you.